Greetings. Salutations. I'm Frances. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot. So today is October 10th. We're recording a little early, not super early, but our guest who we have on today it's about midday for her because she is in Dublin, Ireland. Um, Dr. Liz Hunter is a data scientist working as a postdoctoral researcher at Technological University Dublin. She finished her PhD on infectious diseases modeling in June during the pandemic and is now working on a team creating stroke prediction models and still working on infectious diseases modeling because COVID. <laughs> She's from Massachusetts but is currently living in Dublin with two housemates and a Yorkie who, although he does not collect shiny objects behind the toilet or eat socks, he does have the taste of a princess preferring to only chew on mulberry handbags. <laughs> although she had the has seen the movie many times, she never read The Princess Diaries until I started talking about it. And she has done us the favor of reading the books and will now join us and tell us what she thinks about book three. How exciting. So, All right. Well, welcome, Dr. Liz Hunter. We are so excited you're here. Um, Thanks, I'm so excited we, to be here. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, we're so glad. So tell us a little bit about your history with The Princess Diaries, books, movies, etc. Yes, so didn't have too much history with it. I watched the movies when I was younger and seen them multiple times since then, <laughs> but hadn't read the books until Frances started talking about her podcast um, and the idea for the podcast. And then I had uh, lots of wine one night and ended up <laughs> downloading the first book. So, so then I got recruited to um, at least read through the third one. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what happens with being a good friend. <laughs> You're forced to be on someone's podcast, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I guess I should explain how we actually are friends, considering all I said was that you live in Dublin and you, like, are from Massachusetts. Uh, we met in Limerick, Stab City, yeah. uh, about six years ago, right, I think, and Liz technically, yeah, yeah, technically did not live in House 5, but she was there. But I did. Oh, yeah, like, I mean, you, t you did. You yeah. did live, you lived there. What does house five mean? That was the house that I lived in with my, all my other roommates that oh, <laughs> like okay. we're all friends with Shannon and Shelby. And then Shannon married our other roommate, uh, Nico. So now she lives in Berlin Ger or well, Germany. Her exact Berlin. address is, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> we'll bleep that out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So we, that's how we met. And then we've all stayed in contact. We're really lucky that we actually liked each other. Aww. So we've yeah. still, I mean, well, uh, all of us who have stayed in contact are American except for Nico. Yeah. But yeah. Well, he has to stay in contact with us though. So. He does. Yeah. He has no <laughs> choice. Um, <laughs> very cool. And you, you have seen the movies, correct? Yes, I've seen the movies. Fabulous, fabulous. We're going to be recording our movie episode later today. Yeah, Same. we have a lot of thoughts. We have so many thoughts. <laughs> Very different from the book. <laughs> yes. Yes. Which I guess we'll probably circle back to that. But yeah, we'd love to hear your thoughts about what you were expecting versus what it actually was. Yeah. But I guess let's start off with a little synopsis from Jordan. Yes. So for this portion of book three, Princess in Love, we read the section beginning Monday, December 15th, Homeroom, 
to the end. All right, so synopsis of the section. Someone is leaving Mia yellow roses in her locker. Mia suspects her boyfriend Kenny, but he denies it. On the heels of the Sunday Times feature of Mia in Sebastiano's dresses, Mia is mocked by her peers for being a, quote, sellout. Deciding to take the situation into her own hands, Mia calls a press conference in which she organizes all on her own and announces that the proceeds from the dresses she modeled will be donated to Greenpeace. Mia realizes that the yellow roses have in fact been left by her secret snowflake, Boris Pelkowski, and not by Michael as she'd hoped. At the Winter Carnival, Michael designs a special program at the computer club's booth to tell Mia that he loves her. Mia, thinking Michael is mocking her for leaving him love notes, runs off in tears. She's caught up to by Kenny, who breaks up with her, thinking that she has feelings for Boris. Mia holds up in her room, refusing to speak to anyone, until Grammaire convinces her to face her troubles headfirst. Mia goes to the dance where Michael tells her he loves her, they kiss, and Mia ends book three on her way to Genovia, blissfully happy. So that's just a lot happens in this section, but that is a very, very rough. A lot of really <laughs> exciting things happen. Yes, <laughs> indeed. And uh, the central theme of this section is braving challenges. For instance, Mia takes on this press conference all on her own. She doesn't clear it with anyone and she gets rave reviews for it. And she kind of did that to overcome the really the kind of, I guess, mocking and ridicule she was getting from everyone for modeling the dresses, <laughs> and she turned it into a really positive thing. Um, and also, um, Grammaire convincing her, like, you're a princess, toughen up, face what you're afraid of, and that turned out great, because if she hadn't gone to the dance, she might have not known that Michael was in love with her. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love this book. I love this book so much. I think it's my favorite one out of all of them. Obviously I have yet to read the 11th one, but I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to, so yeah, <laughs> I have so much I want to say, but no spoilies. <laughs> well, this is my, in my top three, I think. Yeah. Um, I guess Liz, how did you find the, cause you, if you had only really experienced the movies thus far, how did you find the experience of kind of comparing contrasting because the books are not really like the movies no like there are a few things that are similar and so you know kind of at least in the first one there are a few things that are like like you know you know what's going to happen with josh to some extent but not mm -hmm. the same way like you know it's not going to turn out well um but it's <laughs> definitely like even just the different characters like i was shocked that her dad was in the books and was alive. <laughs> you're actually you're the second. You're the yeah, second that's what Taylor said too. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what Helen said too. Oh, that's so funny. You're yeah, oh, I guess so. You're the third person who we've forced to read these books that has said, "Oh my gosh, not forced, encouraged, encouraged." Yeah. <laughs> well, then it makes it a little like there's a whole different thing when you think about that. Like so, the in the, the movies, the dad dies, and like that's why she finds out that she's a princess because they're like, "Ooh, now you're the heir." But in these, right. that they're like, oh, you can't have children. So now there's like the extra layer of like yeah, being mad right. at the parents because they didn't tell her and that kind of stuff. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll definitely dive into that in our movie episode. I know. Stay I kept tuned, on wanting to people. Say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we should we dig into our plot thoughts? I think we should. And I also want to clarify for people that when we're talking about our plot thoughts, Jordan and I, and Liz, I don't want to speak for you, our thoughts for plot. <laughs> so thoughts. Thoughts we plot. are plot thoughts that we'll be discussing our plot thoughts. That's T-H-O-T-S. Um, <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> All right, let's let's do this. <laughs> All right. So we kick it off uh, on the heels of the feature of the times. Um, Mia gets a lot of really mean comments about her um, modeling. Uh, one in particular that stuck out to me, <laughs> if I was flat chested like you, Mia, I could be a model too. Who says that? That's very rude. That's so mean. Yeah, I'm sure shit. And like even before this book, when they were talking about how tall she, like they're like, oh, she's, she's like, oh, I'm 5'9". I don't want to be this tall. Like my legs are so long. Mm-hmm. And I, I keep being like, yeah, in another like five years, you're going to be like thrilled that you're this tall. <laughs> yeah. And she's and like a, stat- a statuesque beauty. Yes. Was a previously described. And when, all, when you're a prince, when you're a princess and all the designers are trying to make dresses for you, they're going to love the fact that you're mm-hmm. the size of a model. You can be sample exactly. size. Yep. The most important yeah. thing. Can wear those triple zeros. I, mean, I think yeah. that's like, I want to say that's how tall like Kate Middleton is. I feel like she is, she's oh. pretty tall. Ooh, we should look that up. I we mean, on a later date. but <laughs> um, She probably is very tall. She looks tall in pictures. I think so. Yeah. I can never tell because I'm short. So I'm always just yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. a tall person. Everyone looks tall. Everyone yeah. looks tall to me. But. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting she's to five see. She's 5'9". Oh, she's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Princess height, 5'9". <five> <laughs> um, yeah. That's actually the only requirement <laughs> that you be 5'9". Yeah, if you're 5'9", you can be a princess. I think that, yeah. All right, um, ladies, you heard you. it here first. <laughs> just grow if you want to be a princess. God, <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> Uh, okay, so lots of people making mean comments to her, which I'm sure is very difficult. Um, something interesting that pops up is the yellow roses. So she finds a series of re- yellow roses in her locker and is convinced it's Kenny, even though Kenny says it's not him. I don't know why she's still convinced it's him if he says it wasn't him. But... I don't know. Fair enough. Kenny has done some weird Ooh, shit. It's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was kind of like him leaving and like messages or sending the messages to her that, like, it would be right. a thing for him. I mean, yeah, he found her home address and mm-hmm. sent her, yeah. like, messages. That's like, it wouldn't true. be super far-fetched <laughs> for him right, to yeah. be like, oh, yeah. what? No, it's not me with the re- yellow roses. That's a real good point. Um, but uh, yeah. also, like, I didn't know. I thought that yellow roses were for friendship. I thought they were, like, yeah, I yeah. think she's just... Yeah, okay. roses or love everlasting. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah, I think Tina <laughs> yeah. may may be incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mia thinks the yellow I, means I, love. I did like how Tina told her that the roses were everlasting, and then in like the next page, she's like, "I can't believe Boris doesn't know that yellow roses are everlasting." <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that is so. She's that's so true. Mean. Yeah, she's a hypocrite. She's really. Oh my god. Yeah. So she thinks that <laughs> she, she kind of goes through a myriad of scenarios in her mind of what the roses could be. She thinks maybe someone's accidentally leaving them for Atlanta because her locker's next door. Uh, and there's a funny quote in my book on page 180. She says, God knows no one at Albert Einstein High School would want to leave flowers for me unless I were dead, maybe. And they could fling them onto my grave and say, good riddance, Miss Thang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so delightful. But yeah, Kenny, Kenny denies it. And... It remains a mystery, at least at the beginning of the section. Yes, it is. Well, I guess we're going to get to that. I love, I love the reveal. Oh, yeah. The uh. reveal is delightful. <laughs> but first, Mia, um, I like the way this is written. So we find out through a, a journal entry, obviously, that mm-hmm. Mia held a press conference 
where she announced that all of the proceeds from the dresses she wore in the time spread, Sebastiano's dresses, would go to Greenpeace. And she completely organized it on her own with the help of her friends, um, who like did her makeup and helped her with other yeah. logistical things, but no help from Grammaire Philippe. And even though it's kind of a little bit uncool to do that to Sebastiano without a heads up, she did end up making it work for her. Yeah. Yeah. Her princessly, um, yeah. I want to say manipulation, but she uh, convinced Sebastiano that was actually a really great thing to do. Yeah, I mean, I can see it is, it's a little shady. It's a little shady, but it is. But it's Machiavellian. Yes. Because the yeah. the means. <laughs> Even though he got, like, permission from Grandmare, I feel like it was still kind of shady the way, because he was clearly, like, taking the pictures without her knowing that they were going to right. be. Right. Mm, that's true you're right i didn't think about that he already had the intention yeah so like he knew it was shady i think well but also it could be that he knew from the jump that's what they were doing and thought mia knew too and that's why she was letting them take the pictures oh we don't know Uh, yeah we don't know there's so many options for this cab Cab. <laughs> Maggie Cabs. Maggie Cab, let us know. <laughs> what was your intention here, Meg? What was the intention? That's a really good uh, plot thought. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I do, yeah, oh. I really like that, that, the, that she um, she does it herself and mm-hmm. she doesn't, like, get D-O-X. super freaked out about the yeah. idea of being on in a press conference. Like, she just, like, does it. It's very cool, very mature. Um, it is really yeah, I was surprised at the press conference though. I think she said something about Lars made all the phone calls for her. And I was like, it seems weird that the bodyguard <laughs> is like, Wait, did he make the phone call? I thought she used his phone. I think phone. she used his phone. Oh, she used his yeah. phone? Yeah. It's like, why she are you having have your bodyguard phone. do this? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked though if Mia was like, hey, Lars, I'm going to need you to make some phone calls, buddy. I'm going to need you to make 400 <laughs> press calls. Yeah. And then he just doesn't tell anyone. He's like, eh, whatever. She's. Wait, so what do you, we were actually talking about that in the last section because of, mm-hmm. oh, because Mia pulls the fire alarm and, um, and then yeah, she the smashes phone. Lana's phone, but she doesn't say why she smashed Lana's phone. It's because Lana told, said that she knows her. But so what do you think? Why do you think Lars didn't tell Philippe that Mia was the one that pulled the fire alarm? Or do you think he does tell Philippe and they just act like he doesn't? Oh, I don't know. I think it's that. That he might tell him and they act like he doesn't or just, I feel like he likes Mia, like Mm -hmm. Lars, right? I mean, he knows about Michael the whole time, really, like, where he, like, is glancing, makes eyes at Michael a couple times. And so I think he's just kind of, like, (laughs) pulling for Mia. And yeah. Yes, I agree. I can get down with that perspective. Something else interesting in this section, she says she wears her school uniform and then she says royal blue pops on TV. That is like a royal blue student uniform is like jarring. Yeah, that's loud. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I picture navy like in the movie, but she says royal blue. And then we get a really nice quote from Philippe. He is laughing because he's so proud of Mia Mm -hmm. and she's bamboozled Gromer. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he says, you really have got the princess thing down, you know. Which I think is nice. That is really nice. Yeah. It's Very cute. Yeah. Well, I think I that's mean, part of this book is like she kind of accepts a little bit more that she's a princess. 
Yeah. I mean, she, becomes, she grows yeah. a little bit more into it. I mean, it's certainly f- like with zero help from Grandmare Philippe. Yeah. yeah. Like with those, like yeah. the princess lessons, mm-hmm. like teaching, yeah. what are they teaching? How to use a fish yeah. word. Right. Yeah. Like, that's great. <laughs> But also some lessons in, like, television presentation. Right. Yeah, how to present yourself. Well, I I keep thinking as I'm reading the books, too, that it would be so different now. Like, if if she was this, like, got in the media as this princess now, she'd be, like, all over Instagram. People would be Mm -hmm. stalking her. Like, she wouldn't be able to, like, go as quietly to school as she does. Oh, yeah. I also think if it was set now... It, it wouldn't work because she would know she was a princess yeah social yeah. media yeah. and everything the access to information yeah whereas in yeah. 2000 she was mostly doing research in encyclopedias so it was a lot easier to come yeah. across information yeah oh yeah that's absolutely. true she googled the like prince of genovia before she would definitely come or now she would come up with like a new picture of her dad or something right yeah it wouldn't just be the what yeah the one picture where he actually yeah. has hair so he doesn't look like himself which still doesn't make sense but whatever it'd be a recent um, picture of him with yeah with like the flavor Bellamy. of the week <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um okay so we're very proud of mia we love she it. did a great job so we get this whole little secret snowflake <laughs> plot, which I think is kind of fun, but it is kind of weird to me that it only shows up in the last section of the book. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Tina calls her and is like, oh, have you been getting things from your secret snowflake? And she's like, oh, that must be who the roses are from. <laughs> and also, fuck, I pulled Tina's name and I haven't given her any presents. What a shitty jerk. friend. Yeah, yeah. Me, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, not great. It's, that's I mean, a she does have name. a lot going on. <laughs> yes, true. But, but still. And also, I feel like she's kind of lucky that she did pull Tina because if she pulled someone she didn't know, right. she would be like, oh, oh my God, yeah. And she I don't gets have anything. Tina a very personalized gift. Yeah. So, like, she gets her the Teen Romance Book of the Month Club subscription. So yeah. that's nice and something you'd have to know her well to get her. yes that is a very like niche present though mm-hmm. and i'm surprised that's yeah. a thing but Make i will not trust it now i would believe it but yeah, <laughs> now i would yeah yeah early yeah early 2000s i would have trouble believing that but whatever um mm-hmm. we'll we'll accept it <laughs> we'll accept it meg <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> um yeah i liked that that's a good present though i mean mm-hmm. especially considering it was super last minute and she was a dick and like literally all she did was print off like yeah. a, here's a certificate <laughs> right mm. oh mia bless your heart mm. so she also says to tina she promises she's going to tell Michael it was her sending the letters at the carnival, which she says, like, Tina would have seen my nostrils flaring because... Yeah, I'm she's like, that's a lie. Yeah. <laughs> when um, no, no. Tina's trying to convince her to do that, though, she, like, it made me... I mean, obviously, it is kind of a teen romance, well, novel anyway, but she was, like, telling Mia what was going to happen as if their life was one of her books. She was like, no, yeah. like, obviously he's going to love you too. <laughs> yeah, like, that's just how, that's how, right. it, that's how it that's works. That's how life works. <laughs> yeah, you tell someone you love them and they love you back. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's really that's cute. What I mean, and especially, oh, God, I love Tina. Because mm-hmm. she is, yeah. she feels very 14. Like, I, you know what I mean? But she never loses that quality ever. And yeah. That's one of the things I love about her. Even in the last book, that's her mentality. It's like, it's going to work yeah. out. Yeah. Because. <laughs> 
<laughs> even in I don't know like I I hate not I hate I like there's shows like Riverdale or whatever where kids are doing <laughs> fucking strip teases jingle jingle <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> and it's so I don't know I find that really distressing because I think about yeah like, obviously it's a 25 year old pretending to be a 16 year old but it, to yeah. think about a 16 year old doing all these advanced scary things I'm like oh my god this is stressful so it's nice to have this character who is so absolutely immature and like has this like bright-eyed like the world's great everything's gonna work out not even immature just like innocent or not in a yeah yeah, like not immature in a bad way like immature like she is age appropriate yeah Yeah. she thinks wieners are gross i mean wieners (laughs) are gross (laughs) true (laughs) that never changes kids that's a fact But you know what I mean? Like, she's very, um, she's just bright-eyed and bushy-tailed yeah. and cute. Yeah. And, I love you, Tina. You know, yes. Never change. <laughs> and she doesn't. Oh, okay, so Mia's thinking about the secret snowflake thing, and she realizes she's seen Justin Baxendale mm-hmm. hanging around her locker, and it's like, I bet it's him. I bet he's my secret snowflake, and he's been leaving me these roses, which, to me, is a leap. Because she thinks yeah. that he didn't even figure out that she pulled the fire alarm. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that he's... And I feel like it's very similar to her in the first one thinking that, like, Josh met her eye, like, made eye contact with <laughs> yeah. her, and she felt something. <laughs> it's, it's one of those, like, yeah. oh, the popular boy is... Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> looking at me. He's, he's looking definitely at me, yeah. looking at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he loves me. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that is... Yeah, it's a bit of a leap, especially... I don't know. I felt like the description of how he was hanging around was a little creepy, <laughs> personally. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, not like... I guess cre- I didn't pick up I don't know. Him. I thought it was weird, because it seemed... Like, it kind of seemed... <laughs> yeah, like, it seemed like he was lurking over, yeah. like, on the other side, just, like, waiting and right. kind of looking in the general area, which is weird but well, we find out we find and i feel like that's him in the whole book though like even when <laughs> she's at the fire oh sorry no no no. i that was me i like stuttered so bad i could not get my word out and i just like had to stop <laughs> we were having no, a moment please, sorry please, please continue, continue. Oh. i couldn't even say a word <laughs> like even when she when she pulls the fire alarm he's kind of lurking too like he just lurks around yes yeah <laughs> yes, he is it's yeah that's why I thought it was creepy because like when yeah. yeah when she's doing the fire alarm she's just like he's just and he kind of like weirdly stares at her mm-hmm. which I guess yeah. if she has a bodyguard it's hard not to stare but and and know. she's also like standing around writing in her diary right. like she's, yes. she's standing next to the fire alarm seriously <laughs> weird it's so bizarre and I'm so glad you brought that up because we for I forgot to bring it up when we talked about it that yes when she's pulling the fire alarm she it appears to that she is literally yes. just standing, standing in, the in the hallway with her diary writing yeah. such a weirdo <laughs> but she got like because she writes in her diary in such weird places like even I think later on she's like in the bathroom like scribbling in her diary or like yep. like she gets, it's very weird yeah. but this is a con- it's a continuous theme that we mm-hmm. we talked about in the first book yeah, because the bathroom thing yeah she's she's literally writing up to the moment and then she's like oh whose feet are those I recognize those feet yeah. and then yeah. <laughs> like it's present yeah. time like you're just like writing what's happening to you this yeah. minute what a weirdo like be in, the, be in the moment, please, Mia. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh, it's wild. Out of the wild. bathroom and into your life. Um, 
but so the secret snow we <laughs> we got off track a little bit <laughs> back to the secret snowflakes so she thinks it's justin but it's not and the big reveal which i find like really romantic somehow <laughs> is that she gets out of her exams and she's like we're done i'm going back to my locker and then i'm going to go to the winter carnival and blah 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 and she sees justin and it turns out the reason he had been hanging out at her locker is because he was trying to get notes his trig or trig notes from um Josh. Josh and Josh like moves out of the way and what does Mia see but standing in front of her locker is Michael holding a yellow rose <gasps> heart stops I mean what's happening it's not for Michael it he hands it to her and he says this just fell out of your locker and there is a lovely little note from Boris that uh says have fun in Genovia love Boris whatever good luck on your um, trip to Genovia yeah um and she's like at the same time, she's like kind of relieved, but also sad and disappointed. Um, but it's just a really cute moment because I'm sure her face was just like, oh my God, I knew it. I knew it was you this whole time. And then um, they do have a really nice moment where Michael's like, well, how'd you do on your exam? And she finds out that she got a B. B? B minus? B minus. B minus. You know, I'm going to, yeah, that's still counts. Still a B. There's, yeah. It's in the B family. Um, B, yeah. Yeah. And she's so excited. She wraps her arms around Michael. She forgets that she should be shy and embarrassed. And um, who should walk around the corner but Kenny right at that moment? And oh my goodness. How embarrassing. How is she going to, how, how is she going to explain this to Kenny? And Kenny just looks like freaked out and walks away. And she's like, oh my goodness, freaking out. And does that, I think that leads to one of my favorite lines where she's just like, Tina's like, no, this is perfect. You can just go ahead and break up with him. It's great. <laughs> yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's easy. And then Mia says, why must my, my life be so fraught with trauma? <laughs> God. She's very dramatic. Uh, oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I think it's weird though that Michael says the rose fell out of her locker, but she wasn't at her locker yet, right? So oh, she was, was like walking locker? up to it. Right, he was she standing hadn't opened there. it. No, I think what it's saying is that I, in in my head, the way I'm picturing it is like this is a private school, so they don't have locks on their locker. So like he was putting it in the where the lock would go. Mm. And I, I, in my head, I'm picturing it like he just didn't secure it in there enough, and it just right. flipped out. I don't know if that's I was a imagining them private schools. No, I'm I'm saying like there's it's all rich kids, so like they are, don't have locks <laughs> on their locker. I was imagining the like little, you know how they have those like slits on the top of the lockers that he right. would have like stuck oh, it in. Oh, he probably there. slipped it through there and it didn't go. Yeah, and so like uh, the part of the rose is out. Like I don't know. That's how I. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Either way, rose is oh. on the ground. Unfortunately, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that makes sense. What the hell, Boris? You're I so like dumb. <laughs> Can't even get a rose on a locker. You don't even know what roses are. Idiot. <laughs> Roast him. Okay. Um, so this this does this leads us into the winter carnival, which Michael has been asking Mia for like, like 800 times. 800 times. He's like, "Are you going? You're definitely going, right? Because you're not going to Genovia until like." the 20th right and this is the 19th so you're not you're gonna be at the carnival <laughs> and she's she's so oblivious oh my god yes, yes i mean it's so annoying <sighs> it's uh, so it's tina's like let's go tell him let's go tell him yeah. and he's like 
Uh, they go over to the booth, and the in theory, the computer club's booth is like uh, a program where you walk through the school and the teachers are dressed up really inappropriately, like Mr. G has on footy pajamas and Principal Gupta is a dominatrix, but they like didn't use that program to get accepted into the Winter Carnival. They used like something else and the teachers don't actually so know. weird yeah like I wrote yeah. that down um like Prince yeah. Gupta is wearing a leather dominatrix outfit holding a whip and Mr. G is in a footy is in footy pajamas with a teddy bear that looks exactly like him that that's, one's kind of funny the footy pajamas is okay the dominatrix thing I feel like that's uh really weird like yeah that's yeah truly bizarre mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so but he says, oh, Mia, come sit over here. And Judith's like, what are you doing? And Michael says, like, oh, I've got a special one Oh, yeah, that's her. right. Yeah, Judith's like, yeah. what are you doing? No, that's the wrong computer. And yeah. it's like, shut up, Judith. Yeah. Get out of here. It's none of your beeswax. And it says, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is kind of long. Should I read the whole thing? No, you can just describe it. Yeah, so basically, um, the screen flickers on and it's not the video game it's like this really pretty castle and garden and um you're like she's like oh wow like i forgot i was sitting in front of a computer it was so beautiful and then okay so it says then this banner waved across the screen in front of the roses like it was blowing in the wind the banner had some words written on it in gold leaf when it stopped flapping i could read what the words said roses are red violets are blue you may not know it, but I love you too. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. <sighs> what a reveal. And okay, well, Liz, so this is your first time reading this. How did you yeah. feel? I I mean, so you kind of knew that he liked her and right. from like everything he's he done. <laughs> but it was like and and I like you could figure out that something was gonna happen at the carnival because he kept being like, Are you coming? Are you coming? Are you coming? And it was very cute. And then her reaction just like oh, ruins me. it. <laughs> her reaction is so self it's sabotory. It's so bad. I mean, I guess but she just doesn't I, she's yeah. afraid to like let it be true. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just afraid to be vulnerable. The fact that she thinks that someone would take all of that effort and time to make fun of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. which is so yeah that's too much time and effort that's too much yeah yeah, that makes no sense um and like and michael's never been like mean to her like right it would be one thing if he was like constantly tormenting her (sighs) her whole childhood but yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's always been nice to her and supported her yeah i mean yeah he's always been yeah and she freaks out and rather than like running up to him and kissing him on the face yeah she like trips over her chair and she runs uh, she runs away she like grabs tina she shrieks doesn't she yeah Yeah. she screams and kicks her chair yeah um and so and she grabs tina and she's like i have to go i have to go (laughs) (laughs) um and like runs away anyway so on the way where she's trying when she's trying to run to the girl's bathroom because she doesn't want to cry in front of everyone kenny too late Come, yeah, <laughs> Kenny comes up and he's like, we have to talk. And, she, and Tina tries to say, not now, Kenny. Um, but then it is, it's time. Yeah. It is time mm-hmm. for them to like have a conversation, especially after what's just happened. Um, and, they, and they break up. 
that's, I mean, the long and short yeah. of it is me yeah. and Kenny break up and the reasoning shockingly is not that Kenny is like, yeah, you're a real jerk to me and I don't like right. the way you treat me. So I'm just going to break up with you because you're a mean person. Instead, he says, I'm not going to say anything to Lily, but I really think you should. And Mia's like, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean? Well, she thinks he means Michael. Oh, yeah, she thinks he means Michael. Michael. Yeah, she thinks he means Michael. She thinks he means Michael. But then upon further, like, investigation, it turns out that Kenny thinks that Mia and Boris are having an affair. Right, because he's seen Boris leaving her the roses. And he said they were really chummy at the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Which, I mean, in this, I think I'm assuming we're going to read these because there's quite a few really great things in the roast of, yeah, (laughs) in the roast of Boris Bukowski. But Mia, for all intents and purposes, says no fucking way. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Like, (laughs) bye, Kenny. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Tina's like, it doesn't matter. You're broken up. Doesn't matter why. Like, you don't have to correct him. Just leave it alone. And then Mia, being annoying as shit, is like, well, why didn't Michael come after me? Oh my and god! Because like, oh, you ran away, and then we're like in a screaming match with your boyfriend in the hallway, yeah. and then we left. <laughs> like, yeah. embarrassing. You screamed, started had a fight, and then we're crying, yeah. you know? <laughs> and what now you're in you the expect? girls' bathroom. <laughs> Seriously, like she, there were yeah. so many things that happened, Mia. Like that's why yeah. Michael didn't. Pop. And yeah, also, like that's not. That's he didn't yell after he, her. Like yeah, he, he started. Yelled- yeah. 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 Well, he yelled after her, but also, like, she literally screamed and started crying and ran, ran away. Yeah. He probably yeah. was like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Yeah, like, yeah. Gosh, what just like happened? It. Yeah. I mean, but he it's has like, known her his whole life or her whole, so I, or most of her life. So I feel like he must, is he must be like, yeah, that's Mia. He like, probably knew that there was a possibility. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. That's what her reaction should be. <laughs> Um, she also has this great line, why me, why always me, or something like that. Oh, she's so yeah. dramatic. <laughs> well, she says something like, there was something like, without, Michael doesn't know that, like, without him, I'll never reach self-actualization. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a theme throughout the books, so yeah. self-actualization. It's like, hello, it's self-actualization. You can't mm-hmm. rely on someone else <laughs> <Yeah>. for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's ridiculous. So she goes home. And won't talk to anyone. And Michael calls four times, maybe more. And they take the door off her hinges because she's being <laughs> hinges fucking off. psychotic. Hinges off her door. <laughs> oh, what did I say? <laughs> door off her hinges. <laughs> that too. Well, she's a little bit off the hinges. Exactly. Yes. I think that's what I meant. Oh my gosh. I wrote down a few things that she said because like, she seems like drunk when she's <laughs> yeah. writing. She's like going on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, why do these kinds of things always happen to me? I mean, seriously, what did I ever do to turn the gods against? me why me why always me um and then we get her she's out on the fire so once they take the door off the hinges Mm -hmm. um she goes out on the fire escape and she's sitting out there it's really cold um and she's like going off about how like she's like manic she's manic she's full of manic and she's like i'm just gonna have to like i'm gonna go move to genovia they have there's a beach there's a nice beach in genovia really with white sand palm trees the whole bit too bad while i'm there i'll never have time to visit visit it since i'm gonna be too busy christening battleships or whatever 
Um, and then she's like, she's going on and on. And she's like, my mom's a nice lady. I'll really miss her. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> she's being so bizarre. And like, it's really, but it's a little concerning. You can also kind of see that though. as like, you're 15 and you think your world is over because like, you've embarrassed yourself and this and that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm just leaving. I can, I'm the princess <laughs> of another country. Like, I'm going to leave. Like, <laughs> I have <laughs> options. Yeah, I have options. Yeah. Like, I can go. Like, I'm just going to run away from this. It's like, it's yeah. Away. And they like, they try to coax her out with vegetarian chili and <laughs> telling her they can go to the Zen palette. And she says, Lars said we could go to the Zen Palette, a totally vegetarian restaurant. Isn't that nice of him? Too bad Lars, or, oh, she's talking about her dad. Too bad he let Lars take my door down, or I might have gone with him. (laughs) (laughs) And then Ronnie gives her her electric blanket because she's sitting on the fire escape and it's snowing. Um, And then, who shows up? But Grand Mare. Grand Mare. Yeah. I love Who this Mia scene. has not, it's so good. It's Grand Mare or Mia, or Mia has not spoken to Grand Mare since the, um, the New York Times incident. And she comes out, she crawls out onto the fire escape. Grand yeah. Mare, what her, a boss. Like, full fur. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, Mia, like, is, of course, writing in her diary and writes when, Grandma comes yes. like, you could knock me over with a feather. And I was like, who <laughs> yeah. writes that in their diary? <laughs> yeah. But also Very she's illiterate. looking at her grandmother <laughs> writing this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Grandma, keep going. I'm dictating. Wait, hang on. Yeah, that? Yeah. So they have like a nice moment. Grandma kind of apologizes. Well, she does apologize yes. for going too far, but she says, I think this is nice. She says, you really are quite beautiful, Amelia. If you just have a little more confidence in yourself, show off once in a while. Think how quickly a bo- that boy you like would leave the house fly girl for you. <laughs> and Mia, you really just see how naive she is. Because she's like, oh, Grandma it's doesn't understand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's what she says. Yeah. But, but Mia's like, Grandma, she comes from a time where like, women were just pretty and had charity events. Yeah. But Grandma's right. Grandma's like... Yeah. No, you know, she's use totally your confidence right, yeah. and he will see it, but um, Mia doesn't get it. No, and, and Mia, I mean, yeah. Mia corrects her and she says, yeah. it's a fruit fly. I, <laughs> yeah, and like, oh. her, yeah. <laughs> like, she's such a dickhead. Like, it's like, hello, she just said something not really nice to you, yeah. not the point. Um, I, yeah. I feel like this scene made me think, like, think that obviously, like, all the bu- di- diaries are coming from Mia so that Grandmare might not be as horrible as Mia keeps, like, saying yes. she is right because it's like okay she is like she is coming out of me like mm-hmm. like trying to help her and make yeah that is an astoundingly good point <sighs> i think that i never thought about that yeah no that's that is really <laughs> i mean right. we've said before me as an unreliable narrator yes you she, you get everything yeah. from her spin which is typically more dramatic more woe is me like and so i think you're right i think grandmare genuinely does love and care about her but is just kind of tough yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a queen, right? She's got to be. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a really great quote right here. Okay. On page 220, Grandmere says, you are not a loser, Amelia. You are a princess and princesses do not run away when things become difficult. They throw their shoulders back and they face what disaster awaits them head on bravely and without complaint. And I think that is beautifully put. And I think that, it, you know, she really is the one who convinces her. She kind of makes her go to the dance, mm-hmm. but you know, Mia still goes. Yes. Yeah. It's so exciting. Yeah. And this reminded me actually of 
But I don't, uh, no, I mean, not like in a spoily way, but I, the dress she's wearing is green, right? It's like green mm-hmm. velvet. And it yes. just, it reminded me of in the movie when she's like, I look like an asparagus. And her mom's oh, like, the, for the beach party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know why it reminded me of well, that. <laughs> we sort of talked about this last time, but we didn't talk about it enough. I think the dress that Sebastiano sends her, she's Custom like, it's not made. sexy, but she puts it on and it looks amazing. Right. Which I think yeah. is, you know, another thing showing that Sebastiano is a really good designer because he designed her a dress that's classy and like flawless looking. Right. Go Sebastiano. Good job. Totally make Michael forget about the house fly girl. Oh yeah. All right. So the big moment. Here we go. It's so exciting. The (laughs) non-denominational winter dance, which I love. I think we need more events Mm -hmm. titled like this. I think um, so, yes. So f- I love that they didn't just call it winter dance. Oh, it's yeah. The, the non-denominational non- winter <laughs> dance. If you love spring, Have great. You can still come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Oh, so good. Um, and it, it is a really nice moment, though, between Mia and her friends, because they really... Yeah they're really there for her. They're really supporting her. Mm-hmm. They know that this, this pretty traumatic thing has happened well, or like regardless of, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Re- like the, she made it she traumatic made her on problem, herself, yeah. but it, it's a big thing. It's a thing. It's like, I don't know, something has happened and they're like, you know what? We're glad you're here. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And then like Lily excuses herself for a moment to go to the payphones. Who's she calling? We don't know. Right. Um, <laughs> I love that. She's on yeah. the phone. Yeah. And Mia's like, where's your brother? Wait, she's what like, does she say? Know. She says something not really funny. She says, she says, how should, how should I know? <laughs> it's not my turn to babysit him. Yeah. <laughs> and judith is there with her boyfriend who goes to trinity goes to trinity uh-huh yeah. but also trinity shady sucks. because judith you were definitely flirting with michael oh she Bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like she probably didn't tell the boyfriend they were off ice skating she did. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like yeah. you don't invite yourself to go ice skating unless you're like trying to hook up with someone. She was pulling a grammar and trying to see if she could get some clean dishwater while still keeping her dirty dishwater. Yeah. But yeah, so very exciting. And um, so, or not exciting, but it is just like a funny full circle moment where we're like, ah, well, I guess there was nothing to worry about at all. Everybody said she wasn't dating Michael. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it was true. Yeah. (laughs) I guess everyone knew better. So, uh, so what should happen but Mia uh kind of pouts in the corner duh what else would she do she watches her friends dance with her boyfriends and she's like I'm all alone and then she's like Lars let's go she goes to stand up and who walks in who walks in Michael Michael snowing his hair he's clearly like his body (laughs) (laughs) bow tie disheveled bow tie disheveled status single Oh my god. Perfect 10. And she <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. She says I didn't know I didn't think you were coming. And of course like they have this conversation and like it's Michael's just like, no, like, I obviously I like you. Like, I wasn't trying to freak you out, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking and, oh, uh, if, if it turns out that Michael, she's like, Michael, I sent you those notes. And he goes, yeah, I know. Lily told me. And she, she says, um, I looked around the gym and saw Lily and Tina on the far side of it. 
both staring in my direction. When they saw me <laughs> looking at them, they turned around really fast and pretended to be deeply absorbed in conversation with their dates. Right. I really yeah. liked that. I liked mm-hmm. that they yeah. were picture it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But also like that whole scene is just so great. And then what does mm-hmm. he do when she's like, but what about the blah, blah? He interrupts her and kisses her. Oh, yeah. so romantic. It's so yeah. romantic. Isn't what every woman then, wants to be interrupted? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Especially with an, uh, with like an unconsenting kiss. Like, just like a police. <laughs> you know, that's, I think, the kind of world we want to live in. <laughs> where anyone can just go up to anyone and grab them, even. <laughs> ideal. <laughs> that's the ideal space. Um, and I quickly like to interject with, I love Please. the way this section starts with the thing about, so the last journal entry we get prior to this is, okay, I'm, I'm here at the dance. Oh my God, pray for me. <laughs> and then <laughs> next we, she's on the Genovian jet and she starts out with this kind of nice story about how when she was turning six or seven or whatever, mm-hmm. all she wanted was a cat and it was all she cared about. And it was the greatest day of her life when she got a cat until last well, night. Aww. And then she tells but- the whole story, which is really nice. Was the cat story a nice story, or was it slightly disturbing that at six she was like, I want a cat, and my mom promised me a cat, but yes. I don't think she's going to get me a cat, that and was I don't think sad. she even know how to get a cat. And she knew she was, yeah. like, really flighty at six. Yeah, yeah. So the six-year-old <laughs> knew that her mother was so flighty that, like, mm, yeah. even if she promised right. her that nothing, part was she sad. might not get it. But the fact that she gets the cat is nice. Yeah. But she does, <laughs> fact, yes, she does end up getting the cat, she so it is the cat. nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my mom's not too flighty. Yeah. I mean, like, we already kind of know there was all the things with, like, me as pulling the bills out of random spots in the right. house. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. They've got that, that royal Genovian like, money to fall back on. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. There's no real consequences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was nice the way that started. And then that she, really you know, nice. goes and she tells the whole story. And clearly, you know, Lily and Tina were in cahoots the whole time yeah. talking about the letters they mm-hmm. told Michael yeah. because they they're not stupid and they yeah. know that Michael liked her too yeah and yeah. like obviously both of them needed assistance because Michael mm-hmm. had yeah. been trying for like three months and still failing yeah, yeah but it was kind of dickish of Lily to be like I just wanted to see how long it would take you to get yeah. together yeah that it was, was a, yeah. it was a scientific experiment yeah like, she no. did though in the last book when they when like they were out after another dance no halloween when kenny like put her arm around yes. his arm around mia lily was like it's time to leave let's go yeah <laughs> yeah like she True. saw like michael look, so i think she she helped while out. she was like letting them do whatever she did kind of help out and like well the yeah. problem there was that mia didn't tell anyone about the letters so lily didn't yeah. know that she no, had that she was fighting against another person oh too. Jo- yeah. josie roxy yeah she didn't know yeah so it yeah. was lily thought that all she had to do was just help her stupid brother get with her stupid right. friend and then all yeah, of a sudden but- there's this other component and she's like Mm-hmm. We need to go. We need to go right yeah. now. That's I need to write about point. this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that means so maybe had she known about the letters, she would have like pushed Michael. Okay, so then there's a really nice quote on the jet where she says, Grammaire says she can't get over the change in me. She says I seem taller. And you know, maybe I am. <laughs> I think that's nice. Like she's more confident. She's like gained confidence. <laughs> she's gained confidence. She's also gained the ability to French kiss. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right into French. Very important. Very very important. I mean, she was we very love concerned. it. And also, just love well, the kissing was good because it was with someone she loved. Yes. yes. Well, that's fact. Nice I mean, message. yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, 
Everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> you can only, <laughs> yeah, it's only enjoyable if it's with someone you're in love with. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how we end book three yeah. with yeah. On a happily Genovia ever with after. a boyfriend. Yes. So she gets with him. And what then... was a boyfriend she actually likes this time? Yeah. <laughs> no point. Yeah. We should spend that. Yeah. So they get end up being boyfriend and girlfriend, and then one day later she leaves for Genovia for a month. So that sucks. That is an extended. We'll see how that plays time. out in book four. Mm-hmm. Do you have any um predictions that you would want to share? Predictions for how things are going to play out. Yeah. You can like well, do short term or long term. Yeah. I would say that at some point, obviously, that things aren't going to be like completely peachy with Michael because like there has to be drama in there mm-hmm. somewhere. Like, he's going to go to school, and there's going to be another Judith at Columbia who <laughs> Mia imagines he's dating someone who's not. There's definitely well, yeah. that. <laughs> interesting interesting prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. So I think that kind of concludes our Yeah, our any other stray right? thoughts? I don't think so. Cool beans. Should we read some of our favorite thoughts, lines? Thoughts, thoughts, thoughts. Yeah. I think. I'm not sure. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. I think I read all mine. I think I did too. The only one I didn't read was, uh, was, or no, I think you read it, that you're a princess of the royal house, Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't? Oh. Well, Grandmare, this is another, one. like, nice thing that Grandmare says uh, out on the fire escape. She says, you're a princess of the royal house, Ronaldo. A princess does not uh, skirt her responsibilities, nor does she run at the first sign of adversity. Which is nice. <laughs> Coos, <laughs> you liked Coos enjoyed that as well. <laughs> um, and then uh, I already said this part about she says uh, at the on the last last page, me was like, there's like, um, like that, and you know what the best part is, or or she says no, and the best part is that we moved right into Frenching without any trouble at all. <laughs> so great it's so good thank goodness thank goodness they were able to move into friendship oh yeah goodness that's a really (laughs) tough thing to do you know it takes a lot of a lot of thought gusto Uh, yeah (laughs) Liz, do you have any favorite lines you'd like to share um there was a good one there was one that i liked when she's talking about something about grandma and them flying somewhere but she says Rudder, who I know from past experience is not above smoking in the airplane bathrooms. Really. <laughs> 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 I feel like that seems on point. Accurate. That's bold. That's a bold move, Grandmare. That is a bold move. But also, I feel like a very, I am royal and I'm going to smoke on this airplane bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me what to do. Oh my this gosh. is my jet. Right? Yeah, that's true. It is her jet. I'm, yeah. They get do they have too. a private jet? Yeah, it says I'm, the royal genovian jet yeah so, okay. I so then, yeah so she's probably yes. does she even have to smoke in the bathroom then or can she just like smoke in the... well i think it's still frowned illegal. upon regardless of, i mean i think it's yeah. illegal. <laughs> yeah 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 maybe not in europe mm. liz can you speak to that <laughs> oh yeah yes. you're not yeah. allowed to smoke they still they still make the announcements that you're not allowed to smoke on the airplanes That's... here good yeah. that they didn't have jewels in grammar's time you're not allowed to vape on planes either no because um, they explode yeah oh, yeah yeah it's, it's wild <laughs> okay um <laughs> gotta check those yeah <laughs> oh my gosh um so liz have you ever been to genovia 
I have not. I'll have here. to add it to my list once um <laughs> once we can travel again. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I think yeah, they have a they're they're not letting any foreigners in right now. They want you flew to Ireland recently, right? I did, yeah. yeah. What yeah, was the plane like? Was it fullish? No, it was very empty. Everyone if unless you were like unless people were traveling together, everyone had their own row. Um Oh wow, like, that's crazy. Could you stretch out? Yeah, I definitely I stretched nice. out and stepped on my back. Yeah, um, but yeah, and even the airports, the airports are really quiet. Like you could find mm-hmm. a seat to sit down near the gate with no one around you. Um, that's that's really nice. A lot Always of those, a like, plug available, yeah. an yes. outlet. Yeah. Well, and you were headed back from a wedding, so I'm sure yeah. that was yeah. You needed to sleep on the way back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long is that flight to Ireland? It's like six hours. Um, yeah, from. Boston, it's about like five or six, depending on the tailwinds. Cool. So if you get some, if you get I'm some good curious. winds, like five. <laughs> yeah, like air travel right now fascinates me. My husband recently flew. I haven't been since Corona. Yeah. Um, I think the airplanes generally aren't are like once you're on the airplane, it's relatively safe because of the way they like. So they, like, the, air. the air. Yeah, and it goes up. Mm-hmm. Like, they suck the air up, apparently, instead of, like, forward or backward, and then they filter it huh. constantly. So it's, yeah, like, every, well, heard, every half an hour is new air. I've heard that transmission actually on planes is quite low if you have masks on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wear your masks, um, people. Wear your masks. Yes, Don't be an mask. asshole. <laughs> yeah, no chin, asshole no chin guards. Wear. wear them over your nose. Yes, yeah. exactly. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. It's not for your beard. It's for your no. mucous <laughs> membranes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, do you hear that? Oh, I do. I think it... I think that might be our, our pop culture machine. Pop, pop, pop. Letting us know that it is time to start discussing uh, pop culture. Um, this was a, a light, a light, yeah. light, light section. Like yeah. literally, I, I chose, <laughs> one of the things I put was um, they taught, they use like a phrase, uh, faint heart, never, never won fair lady. And I call it a phrase because apparently it's been around since the 1500s, but the only time I had ever heard it was when we read Don Quixote freshman year. Um, And apparently that is the first appearance in the English translation, or that's the first appearance, I guess, in English was in the English translation of Don Quixote in 1703. Um, And that was, I mean, that was... I've heard that before. Maybe that's where I've heard it for this book. Um, And then they talk about Barbie. Oh, which yeah, and that was truly like the only. Those are the only two things. I mean, interesting. Yeah. Well, it's sort of plot heavy. It is. It is. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's not a lot of like time to to talk about Baywatch within this section. Yeah. (laughs) Although I think she does. I I think she does mention it. Yeah. Yeah. I think she mentions it. She mentions like. I feel like she mentions Star Trek as she always does. And mm-hmm. then there was one point where she, when, um, the, at the press conference, when they, after, I think her mother said it was something that Grandmare would do. And then she, like, she said, like, oh, well, I guess we are related. And then makes a comment that, like, but Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker were related. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 She's talked about Star Wars a few times. Yeah. She's, talked She's about, a like, big fan of Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars comes up a lot. Actually, yeah. it has a yeah. large role in the next book. No spoilies. No spoilies. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, unfortunately, that's our that's the extent of our pop pop culture is yeah. normally like really long, like long twenty there, minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. This uh, was emotional, an emotional section. It so. was. It was so emotional. Okay, just quickly, there was one, uh, two little things I noted when she's talking about Ronnie, mm, who is, is you know so her transgender cringy. neighbor. She says something really gross. She, she says, says, God, even my next door neighbor who used to be a man has a boyfriend. What is wrong with me? Yeah. I wonder if it was, I mean, it, it's obviously a little eh, now, but I feel like that's just more being like a teenager and saying like, being so self-centered about <laughs> yeah. like everything. Yeah, it's, like even this like person is has a boyfriend and I don't like, what yeah. was me? me? It's like, oh me, I'm yeah. the problem. Yeah. It's not even necessarily like, how could she, how could Ronnie get a boyfriend? It's like, why don't yeah. I She says, um, when she's explaining to Ronnie all her problems, she says, Ronnie shook her head and said it was good to know things haven't changed since she was in high school. She says she knows what it's like to be per- persecuted because Ronnie used to be a man. And like, yeah, I'm, her life was probably a lot harder than yours, Mia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Mia's just like, uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Two boys like but me. <laughs> you're trans while I am a princess. A princess, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, also I have love... a lot of money and also <laughs> yeah. so many people love me. I like that. That Ronnie, though, isn't, like, the spoiled brat is, like, crying about two boys on Oh, yeah, Ronnie's super that nice. she's, like, oh, mm-hmm. it's okay. I yeah. know how mm-hmm. you feel. Yeah. Have yeah, a heated Very blanket, you psycho. Yeah. <laughs> Ronnie's the best. Ronnie's the unsung hero of these books. Yeah, she is great. Yeah. And then there was just the thing I mentioned earlier about Mia being, like, Grandmere's from a time where women just did charity work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even mark that one. I just marked payphone. <laughs> So, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I forgot pay about phones. that. Yeah, payphones. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Think about that. yeah. I don't think I would know how to use a payphone. I don't think I ever used one. I oh, didn't really? have to. Really? I yeah. used one. I, would have used I, don't them, know, like, I remember using them in the airport for some reason. The last time I used a payphone was when I flew home from Limerick at Christmas, and my phone. There was still payphones at the airport at this point, and I somehow well, managed to have. Of course, that makes sense. No, no, I was in the states. Was oh, in the states. oh, and my phone was supposed like didn't switch over. Like my American phone wasn't working, and so I couldn't call my dad to be like, "I'm here. Where are you to pick me up?" So I had to find a payphone <laughs> to call him. And I was like, "Thank God, there's still payphones, and I have quarters." <laughs> Oh my gosh, nice. that's, well, thank goodness. Yeah, you just, like, put yeah. the coins in and dial. Right? I mean, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm yeah. assuming I could do it. I, I would assume, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I would assume yeah. it's not that complicated. I would just be worried about, like, how much does it cost? Yeah. Like, am oh, I going to have enough? Yeah. What if I only have one quarter? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You only have enough for 10 seconds. <laughs> you you got to get your message. Call, call collect. Oh, yeah, yeah that's oh. right. Yeah. Oh, God, I don't know that number. Yeah, I don't know. Is it on there? I feel like that must be on there, yeah. Who knows? Add us if you know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. <laughs> All right. Biggest bully. Who do we Do think? you have one? I didn't have one. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I, which I don't think is a problem. No. I think we're okay yeah. with not having bullies. I think the general population of AEHS was kind of mean about the Yeah. Spread. Yeah. But. Uh. That's, you can't really say like all the students <laughs> in the school. <laughs> yeah. Bully. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we can go with none. Okay, I'm fine with that. World peace. We love this. No bullies. I mean, except for they were mean, but also. Yeah. 
we're just gonna say no exact bullies. No, but I, I also bullies. wonder like how mean they were, or were they just like nice pictures in the newspaper in the newspaper? And, and, and she was, and and she was like, and they hate me. <laughs> that is such a good point. So they were right. like, Hey, I saw your spread, it was cool. They were making fun of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that's Great hilarious. <laughs> that is solid. That is so funny. Oh my god. Because you're so much smarter it's, than us. You it's, be it's what happens when you read the book for the first time as an adult and you're like, what is wrong? I guess so. <laughs> I'm not thinking true, yeah. enough. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just thinking There's no like oh, nostalgia for me on this. It's just like, what is she talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh that's geez. Oh my god, that's so funny. Okay. Well, we can't talk about bullies, even though there weren't any, without talking about <laughs> the rest of forest house. So we've got a couple <laughs> here. Page 194. Of course Boris wouldn't know that yellow rose represents everlasting love. Boris doesn't even know how to tuck his how to not tuck his sweater into his pants. How would he know secret language of flowers? Well, and I mean, I love Liz that you pointed out that it was only She didn't know. Yeah, she didn't know. Yeah. This is second. I didn't even yeah. pick up on that. Me but either. yeah, you're totally right. It yeah. was she was told like mere moments ago. Yeah, <laughs> She's like, yellow, we never lost idiot. <laughs> This bitch doesn't even know the secret language of flowers. Yeah. Which also, uh, do we know? Oh, we should have Googled this. What? I I was under the impression that yellow roses meant friendship. So I think let's... so. And don't white mean death? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Black. I don't in, know. In Victorian times, the yellow rose symbolized jealousy. Ooh. Today it, rep- today it represents friendship, joy, and caring. Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, okay. so, You're so honest. So, I think, I, so Boris was leaving the yeah, appropriate flowers. He was, he was <laughs> leaving friendship. Right. He was like, <laughs> yeah. and he was like, "You were nice to me for the first time ever. I'm gonna give you a yellow rose because maybe we yeah. can be friends now." And well, you stop like, locking me in a closet. <laughs> You're my girlfriend's best friend. Like we're right. friends. Let's yeah. make an effort here. And he was like, "Fuck you." Untuck <laughs> your shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I had um on page two oh eight. This is when it's revealed that Kenny thinks that 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 me and Boris are having <laughs> an, an affair. affair. I'm, I'm reading it. And it's so dramatic. So Boris Pelkowski. My boyfriend just broke up with me because he thinks I'm having an affair with Boris Pelkowski. Boris. Pelkowski, who always has food in his braces. Boris Pelkowski, who wears his sweaters tucked inside his pants. Poor Boris Pelkowski, my best friend's boyfriend. Oh my God, my life is so over. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. she's so dramatic. Yeah. Just screaming, Boris Pelkowski. <sighs> oh my God. And also, none of these yeah. are that bad of reasons. Like, I mean, having food in your braces, like, that's. That's life. It that's happens. Life. Like, you have yeah. races. Yeah. 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 I'd be more concerned about people thinking I was having an affair with right. my best friend's <laughs> boyfriend than who yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the last one I noted, p- page 214, she says, oh, and also everyone apparently thinks I'm having an affair with a mouth-breathing violinist <laughs> who happens to be my best friend's boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. I had, I had that one marked, too. Oh, yeah. She's so harsh. Yeah. That's so rude. Poor Boris. Poor, yeah. yeah, poor Boris. Yeah. Did not deserve this. No, Boris is clearly great. Does he well, even, well, we'll and when she actually spends some time and like talks to him, she thinks like, "Oh yeah, he's cool." Like, yeah. like right, exactly. 
And she still is a bitch. And then she immediately backtracks and she's like, no, fuck that. Like, I don't <laughs> care that he got us food first at the restaurant. Like, he's, he tucks his sweaters yeah. in. Which, what's wrong with doing that? Especially if it's I don't chilly know. outside. Like, <laughs> I don't want my And my I feel tongue, like that's more, cold. like, proper. Like, you know, you're tucking your, your shirt in. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've seen it and not thought anything about it. Like, I feel like, like Grandmare would approve of tucking your sweater in. I would think so. I think Mia just, like, for whatever reason, latched on to that, <laughs> that gripe and, like, never let it go. Same with the mouth breathing. Yeah. I mean, that know. is annoying, it but is annoying. Annoying. I mean, what are you going to do? Someone has allergies. Depends on how loudly you mouth breathe, too. Like, there's a, there's a level. That's Some true. Some mouth yeah. breathe nice yeah. and quiet. Yeah. And then you've got that kid from Hey Arnold who's always <laughs> hanging out behind yeah. Elba, like, <laughs> 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 and she punches it. Oh, my God. Cartoons. So good. So should we besmirch our loser and crown our winner? Yes, Sweet. absolutely. Do you want to, I didn't have anyone for loser, but I see you do. So I feel mm. like, I think you should start us yeah. off. I definitely think Kenny is the clear loser. I mean, I feel bad for him. Yeah. But this yeah. whole book went really poorly for him. His girlfriend was yeah. a bitch. <laughs> they broke up. He was really sad. Like he lost her to another man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's no, not a I loser in the sense of like you're a loser, Kenny. But right. like he's but he lost out. Not on the bottom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Do you agree? Do you have any counter loser arguments, Liz? No, I think I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. That well, makes sense. I just realized yeah. too that we're we're we are crowning a loser for the entirety of the book, which I forgot we decided we were going to start right, doing. Right, yeah. Um, well, but so, still, so also that, for this section. Yes, I, I yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, if it's loser like lost out and not loser like loser, you also I think Kenny still wins, but you maybe could say for Lily who didn't get anyone to walk out. For her and then uh, true. Yeah. also <laughs> failed english she failed english because she like right oh, yeah, that's right but she intentionally failed english yes yeah she yeah she, so i guess maybe that choice she's yeah. crazy oh my gosh yeah. but yeah no that's a good point about she couldn't get anyone to support her stupid yeah. cause yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i think Kenny still, still wins out on the the royal loser poor lily okay and kenny so yeah sorry kenny Okay, and then our winner. I think this is obvious. Yeah. Well, I couldn't choose between Mia and Michael. No, I think no, I didn't either. I put both. Yeah, I put both as well. Yeah, I said I said Mia and Michael because they finally, 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 finally are like like, mm -hmm. on the same page. They're on the same page, but Michael maybe not quite as much because now he has to deal with Mia as his girlfriend. Oh, can you imagine? Well, we can because we've read these books, but. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't get, I truly don't get why he likes her. It's but so I'll, strange. I'll dive yeah. into that. Yeah, we'll get into that later, of course. <laughs> we'll talk about it. But I think for. Michael's a catch. For the pur- purpose of this book, of mm-hmm. this amazing book. Winners, yes. yes, they are both winners. Finally, finally, they are going to be together. They are going <laughs> to French kiss all over the place. Uh, super exciting. Um, yeah. And they get, can stop being fucking weirdos all the time and not realizing <laughs> that the other loves the other one. Exactly. <laughs> and actually, you know what? Maybe we should do a slash Lily as well because she was really OG 
and was like was like no I know they like each other and I'm chill about it like I'm cool with yeah. my best friend dating my brother yeah yeah yeah. 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 yeah yeah I bet that would be weird so let's give Lily some credit yeah, yeah. usually that's sucks, true but right now we'll she give was her okay some credit. yeah for this book um yeah so congratulations Mia and Michael Mia you already have a couple crowns so yeah. you're good but Michael yeah. welcome to the club yeah all right so at the end of every book we like to promote a charity um and this one we thought it would be appropriate mm-hmm. to promote Greenpeace because in honor of Mia and yeah. her wokeness exactly um so Greenpeace uh their mission statement is uh Greenpeace is a global independent uh campaigning organization that uses peaceful protest and creative communication to expose global environmental problems and promote solutions that are essential to a green and peaceful future um just go ahead and check out the website there is all sorts of information at greenpeace.org about what you can do just yourself um there's also a very big button that says donate Mm -hmm. uh so (laughs) there are some and i if you click it there are options 5 10 20 25 i think you can go a thousand a thousand you can do like me donate a hundred dollars a day (laughs) yeah exactly um but yeah go ahead help save the animals save Mm -hmm. the earth Save uh, the it's important we all live yeah here. it's the only one we have so you know Don't take care of your like mother Bobby. yeah and there's lots of there's links to their social lots of information about how you can get involved so check it out greenpeace.org we love greenpeace and uh liz did you have any uh anything you wanted to promote sure so along the same lines as save the environment greenpeace um but more specific save the frogs um, if you go to savethefrogs.com, they're um, an organization that are um, there to protect amphibian populations and promote a society that respects and appreciates nature and wildlife. So frog populations are declining worldwide um, and nearly one third of amphibian species are threatened with extinction. So they're trying to help figure out why and to stop that. And so just go to uh, savethefrogs.com and learn, out, learn more about them. That's really interesting. I haven't, I have not heard of that. Um, but I guess, I mean, it does absolutely make sense that we do need to protect our amphibians. They are important, yes. just like everyone else. Yes. Um, you don't want a lot of mosquitoes. You want the frogs. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They help protect against like West Nile. I didn't mm-hmm. even think about that. Oh my God. No wonder you're a doctor. Liz is very smart. Just in case y'all didn't know. Dr. Liz. <laughs> Dr. Liz. In Dr. Liz is her official title. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> That's what she goes by with all of her colleagues. Yeah, Dr. Liz. They also find us on a myriad of social media platforms. We have a Facebook um, under the title, okay. <laughs> uh, The Podcast Diaries. We're on Instagram under The Podcast Diary 1. Twitter under the podcast diary and you can even just send us a good old-fashioned email at the podcast diaries at gmail.com and you can find all of these links at um, www.thepodcastdiaries.com uh, it's spelled like it sounds yes and um, <laughs> quickly I'm going to interject with an update Mia is winning the winner section with three wins um Biggest bully is Lily with four, and loser Mia is also winning that with two. (laughs) (laughs) 
so that's our current count. I think that tracks. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that, that uh, is about right. Runner-up for biggest bully is Grummare with two. Mm. And second for winner, Helen, Mr. G, and Kenny are all in second place with two. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll, obviously that will, we'll get some more interesting stats there as we continue to crown our winners and losers. Um, anyway, sorry to interject. Yes, please follow us on your favorite streaming app. Go to our social, check it out. It's super fun. Um, we are very excited for our next episode because we are going to be discussing the Princess Diaries movie, which I know everyone loves. Yes, so we're, we're going to dive into that. It might be an episode. It might be two episodes. We'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, we'll find out. Um, So I guess all there is left to do is say thank you so much to Liz for being here with us today. Thank you, Liz. Our our first international guest. Um, We have loved it. Yes. Uh, And a royal goodbye to you. And to you. Bye.